Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that. Just one second, there is some. Yeah. Are you getting me, Hitra? I can hear you great. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, the technical two windows were open. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Heather Home, founder and CEO of Publicity for Good, top PR firm for purpose-driven consumer brands. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Welcome to the show. Welcome to India. And I'm sure not just in India, but across the world, a lot of PR firms, purpose-driven brands, general brands will be able to benefit from what you are going to share as the master for today. Absolutely. So, so uh, first to understand from you, Heather, you know, the very basic question is, what are purpose-driven brands, if you can help us for, the, for our audience to understand? So for sure, purpose-driven brands are companies or brands that typically um, were started um, to really um, make a difference. A lot of times people are trying to solve a problem. They are still privately held. They're still family owned. Um, and at the end of the day, there's intentionality. So it could be intentionality with how they treat their employees, intentionality with their ingredients, intentionality with their transparency, intentionality of doing things the right way when it comes to building a business. You'll also see a lot of companies have a buy one, give one component. Uh, companies aligning with foundations and nonprofits and giving a portion of their revenue to those organizations. But at the end of the day, it's companies with a heart and a mission and their business is more to them than a profit. Yes, they want to make a difference. Yes, they understand the free market and capitalism and conscious capitalism and money can make a difference. Uh, but at the same time, what they're doing is intentional and they are committed to the mission of how their business is making a difference. Right, right. So is it, is it that easy in today's time? Because uh, today's time, general firms, if you see, almost everyone is trying to build up a narrative, a story for themselves. And it is not just uh, that you put out your story there is the social media. So once you put out something on that place, then a lot of perspectives keep on start coming in. And that can be very difficult uh, for a, even a right sort of a brand to manage uh, because a lot of people, either competition can uh, can make sure that you know your, your brand image uh, is not portrayed the way you want to, but that because money is uh, is the factor there competition the pro is like that second aspect is a lot of people may not understand what the brand stands for and there can be negative comments which can again you know lead to a different sort of a uh, side narrative getting created and that is where the job of the pr agency becomes much more crim uh, critical and much more difficult so how do you manage to uh, Make sure that, you know, at this point, uh, that narrative is fully getting across in the way the brand is 
the way the brand wants to convey and the way uh, the brand uh, is reflected in the public eye the right way that it is actually. How do you manage this, not just on the social media, but also on other sort of media? I guess this is this is a difficult time for that sort of a narrative to actually sustain uh, in the long run. How does it work then? So I absolutely say that at Publicity for Good, we give brands their heart and really help you figure out your brand story and how you're making a difference. So we typically start with the founder and we'll have the founder reflect on their journey, looking at the time from when they were born to where they are now, really writing down the key pivotal moments in their life that happened that made them start their business and or be an entrepreneur. Um, and that's really part of the first far part of the framework is that deep reflection piece. You know, on my end, my dad and uncle were entrepreneurs. They both passed away. Um, because of that, I wanted to leave a legacy. I then went to Georgetown. I did an intensive on conscious capitalism, learning how businesses can make a difference. I then was a communications major. And I was just the girl that got people excited about rallying for causes and people that were making a difference. So those are really the pivotal moments that made me want to start a company. I then worked at an ad agency for three and a half years, um, 12 to 13 hour days. Um, but I didn't see a path of where I could work hard and be a mom, which is part of the reason why I started Publicity for Good. So as a brand, we have people reflect on their journey because those are key moments that need to be a part of your story. I highly encourage brands to look at their website. Is your brand story on there? Is the why of your brand on there? Are your beliefs and values on your website? Those are all the things that um, really have to be um, pulled out um, as well. Because now more than ever, consumers have the power, we believe, to you know buy from companies they believe in and the whole idea of purchasing power. So... It really starts on that reflection piece from an internal side and then an audit on your marketing side. Looking at your website, do you have your mission? Do you have your values? Are you sharing behind the scenes of your team? Um, do you have your brand story and how you got started? And then also, does it feel like copy and paste of other brands um, and or is the heart really there? That's really the whole process and framework behind it. Right, right, either. For, for companies, for brands who are purpose-driven, how do you see them maintaining their values? The brand value, the purpose-driven value, as well as their marketing efforts. Because it can sometimes be very difficult to market uh, just purely from a brand value point of view. Or is it that I'm not, I'm not getting this thing the right manner? Is it the same thing or is it, are, uh, is it a difficult thing for them to keep their vision, their values along with their marketing efforts? Sometimes, you know, during this marketing effort, your authenticity sometimes get, can get impacted or are they able to continue and maintain their authenticity? How do you as the PR agency for such brands ensure that their authenticity remains intact during their PR campaigns. 
So it comes down to a couple of things. It, when you create your core pillars of your company and your beliefs, it first starts with yourself. So if you're a female-owned, mom-owned brand, are you putting a focus on being a mom? So um, Publicity for Good, we've worked with over 200 brands. We work with purpose-driven brands. Um, a lot of people say being on our team is like being on a family. Uh, family is really important to me. Um, I have a daughter and another one on the way. And Rose isn't on every call, but my daughter is integrated into that. Um, for a little bit, I struggled. I'm like, well, what if people don't like that? I sometimes have Rose on the call. I then realized that's one of our values and what we love. And that's why we work so hard to have an integrated life. So it's looking at your key values and then every single day asking yourself, are you living up to those values? For our brands, one of our mantras is we are consumers first and advocates second. That means that when we partner with brands, we're partnering with brands that we're most likely their customer or consumer. So we emotionally get their product before we're even pitching their product. So from a values perspective, you have to ensure, I would say as a founder, that you're embodying your company values every single day and auditing yourself. Are you living according to them? Do you have a mission? Are you sharing your mission with your team? And then we also use our values and client-centric mission um, before we bring on clients, before we bring on team members. We take them through those lenses and do a culture fit interview. So again, it's just reflecting on it every day. Are you living in a line with it and not be ashamed in that like, you know, there are some companies who their vibe or their DNA is going to be in New York City and their office, and that's who they are. And that's okay. You need to lean into that very corporate, um, uh, very, uh, you know, uh, suits and all those things, right? That's, that's their DNA. On our end, you know, from a DNA perspective, from a brand, you know, identity perspective, um, I've been doing PR for 10 years, started publicity for a good seven and a half years. Uh, we live in the mountains of North Carolina. We have 22 acres. We're building a homestead. So we're leaning into the DNA of purpose-driven, intentionality, you know, handcrafted, you know, on our farm homestead. So, you know, you can't copy what other people are doing, but you have to get clarity of your values and alignment and just lean into that. And I really think you can make choices. You should make choices all around that. And on the PR side, again, we're fighting for our clients and brands. We have to believe in their story. So again, alignment is so key. Absolutely. Alignment is, uh, is the key here, but tell me one thing, uh, Heather, you work with, uh, with, uh, uh, brands in the FNB industry, beauty industry, mm -hmm. uh, health and fitness, fashion. Uh, this, these are areas where a lot of questions are there always from the customers or consumers. How do these brands take their help, take your help in telling their story? Because in if we look at the food and beverage industry uh, or anything related to this, people always look at, okay, this brand is not disclosing enough. This brand has more sugar in their products than they are telling. They are hiding more than they are saying. So there can be questions all the time and 
people have the right to ask questions but yeah. general there is a difference between general brands and purpose driven they have to talk about you know about the good of the society the csr part and there yeah. is a certain uh, talk of sustainability so in this environment when climate change and all these issues have become critical for many people many customers consumers they can ask such questions even in fashion there is this trend going on for green washing and all that if you talk about sustainability so how do you how do you manage to ensure that that messaging is always on to that purpose driven part and not going anywhere else how do you see it do it uh, so that you know both from the brands who are listening to this show they can understand and learn and also from the pr perspective you know your tips will certainly help how are you able to do it for your purpose driven brands that you represent so i think it really comes down to taking business owners and really transforming them into leaders and advocates for their space so that means getting them involved in associations getting them speaking at events getting them um featured in different articles, um, getting them um, mentioned around the core topics that really are in alignment with what they're fighting for, whether it's sustainability or agriculture, uh, whether it's, you know, ensuring that veterans have good jobs after they're out of the military, whatever the root cause or, you know, mission behind their brand, um, they need to just be in the trenches and then also in the trenches ensuring they get consumer feedback as well so having a pulse on what people are saying about the product um, as well and then also again pulling back the layer sharing content sharing videos of behind the scenes of the packaging and the manufacturing and all those things too um, and just sharing that journey uh, with your followers right right either now let's come down to the entrepreneurship part. Mm -hmm. You are you are a, a good CEO and a one who remotely manages your team, but and that needs a lot of leadership skills. And you travel on your airstream uh, with your husband and child, and that's how, uh, if if I understand, that's the way it is. Now you are looking at that uh, sustainable homestead in preparing uh, for your family. Sure. But in terms of leadership. Now, the whole world has changed. A lot of people are still debating about work from home, not work from home. And in this backdrop, you are still able to manage it away from your office. Maybe you go uh, as, as per your need, but that's how it is. So how? what would you like to say in terms of leadership, especially people who are managing their companies, small companies, larger companies, uh, how to manage their offices, their workspace in the best manners possible, how to give the right sort of leadership, like you said, said earlier on into the show that uh, uh, any new member, they consider this particular, your company as, as almost like a family. Now, that's that's yeah. a, a very, very good thing. So how do you manage to do that? And many a times you do that remotely. How, what's the secret behind yeah. this? So we've been virtual for seven and a half years. So we've had virtual employees way before um, the pandemic. So we'll start there. Um, but the biggest thing is a couple of things. Before we bring on team members, we do culture fit interviews to make sure they're good fit. Uh, we have three all hands, hands on calls a week. 
um, it's very much an opportunity where we shout out our team members. Uh, we give team members the opportunity to share where they're having momentum on a personal and professional level, number one. Everyone has a direct report. So weekly, they're doing one-on-ones with um, their direct report. So everyone is definitely, um, you know, supported. We're very transparent with our numbers and sharing really high-level overview where we are um, as a company with our team. Um, I would say those are the biggest things. And then also, too, everyone has scorecards. So we're really results-driven and metrics-focused, which provides opportunity for flexibility with their schedule and so forth. So as long as metrics are met and we're on track with our goals, there is flexibility. Right, right. And tell us about this Airstream part. Uh, from In India, a lot of people have heard about it. They see film stars using sometimes. But, you know, but tell us more about what Airstream is all about. You know, yeah. what is good about it? So we, um, for, we lived in our Airstream for three and a half years. Um, and Airstream is essentially an RV. So you connect it behind your truck. You can pull it. Um, it's silver. Um Years ago when it was created, uh, the aluminum was actually used from um, airplane parts. So just imagine the silver um, bullet on the road. Um, it was 23 feet, so really small. Um, has a bed, a small kitchen, and shower. Um, and when my husband got out of the military, we wanted to travel the U.S. So that's where we lived for three and a half years. Really figured out where we wanted to live. Um, and it really helped us really explore a lot of places. Uh, we didn't have much, so it gives you a lot of space to appreciate what you have. Um, having time to just build the business. Uh, we still have our Airstream. We'll never get rid of it. it. You know, it was with us for, you know, such a precious time of our life. Um, and we did it so that we could meet new people on the road, meet with brands and businesses, and really figure out where we wanted to live. And now we're in North Carolina in the mountains. So, absolutely, absolutely. There are so many things you do. The PR business, managing clients is not an easy thing. You know, it's a, it's just not one product. There are so many times uh, clients can just call and they would like to talk to the top person. And you know, so how that does work? Does that work? The airstream part work. The family part work. You know, how do you manage to make sure that everything is running so smoothly and i see you you are happy you are smiling you know and i'm sure it's not just only for the show but also it look you look to be a very happy person with all those things managing together at the same time what what is your secret behind it what should can women entrepreneurs learn from your journey so i think for me it first starts uh, knowing that i'm living out my mission in life number one. Two, um, I'm very faith-based. So there have been such hard days. Uh, like it's hard, really hard, but I keep in my mind my mission, my faith, um, the brands that we're supporting and how I know on days that I'm struggling, they could be struggling too. Um, our client successes, I often go back and look at the wins to further instill in myself the momentum and then I'm fully supported. So we're a full-time team of 17. I have an amazing husband. Um, I could not do the work that I do 
without the team. So there's so much behind the curtain that happens that people don't see. Um, so a lot of it is really being in alignment with your mission, knowing why it matters. Number one, um, being in alignment with faith and having something bigger than yourself at the end of the day that guides you and then fully being supported by your team and you being able to be transparent and tell them when you're struggling and just you're doing business and life together. Same thing with your clients too. Right, right. You work with a lot of purpose-driven brands. You say passion goes hand in hand with purpose. So yes. what is your purpose? Yeah, my purpose is to build publicity for good, to be the number one agency for purpose-driven brands, to acquire other companies, and just we are your go-to firm for all of your marketing and PR needs, number one. Um, I have one daughter, another on the way, and I just want as many kids as possible. I feel so fulfilled from building a family and learning how to cook and think about legacy and, you know, what my kids will become and supporting them. So that's really my number one priority. And then, you know, my last priority really is just, again, my faith, my purpose, my legacy, and just going deeper in that vertical. Because at the end of the day, you know, like, we're all going to die. Like, my business could die and end a year from now. Like there's so many, we can only control our heart. We only can control our intentionality and honoring our word, but there's some things that I think are really, you know, rooted in the heart. Right. Right. There is so much to, you know, understand about PR from you to learn about entrepreneurship, to learn about managing things, you know? So how, how can people know more about you? What's the best way that they can connect with you? And for businesses, now it's a global world. So not just in the U.S., anywhere uh, from across the world, people may want to get in touch to be, you know, to be your client. So how can sure. they connect with you? What's the best way to do that? So they can go to publicityforgood.com. It's all spelled out. There's um, an application. We have a lot of blog posts, but they can just go to publicityforgood.com. Right, right. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Bye, guys.